juju out there. You know, I just went through something with, a, you know, somewhat of a friend or whatever. And it's like, it was like, she, she wanted to, compl- she wanted to argue. And I was like, after a while, I said what I had to say. And then you're still going on. And so I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. And then I stopped talking. Oh, you always do that. Because Dahlia, you're not arguing. Not even with my mama. My mama is, can be such an argumentative person. She can just, her the tone of her voice. And you think that by now I would be used to it and know how to deal with it. Ta-ra. Even now I'm like, I'll get into it. And I'm like, no. You ain't doing that. I'm like, trying to pull you in. And I, I know, pulling you in, sucking you in like a, a what you call one of them, like a riptide or something like that. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not doing this. I'm not, and I will say, I'm not doing this. I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, I don't see the purpose in arguing. You believe what you want to believe. I believe what I want to believe. And as long as, you know, people aren't hurt and we can move past this, right. then good. Exactly. Well, arguing over. Exactly. Ag- aggravating each other. That don't make no kind of sense. And they're being mad and stuff for hours or days on top. Oh, that's me. Because I'll be, I look, I, <laughs> I, I, I'll go days. I'll that's go days. <laughs> be like, really? You really? We just going to be watching? You still stuck on stupid. I'm just letting you, I'm just shut, setting the tone. I'm like, look. Let's argue with some real stuff, real yes. shit. That petty, that little small stuff. I'm not. I'm. We're not about to do that. We bigger than that. Let's just have a discussion about it and hear each other out and just move on. Okay, cool. And I get on. it. Yeah. And move on. And not only move on. Let's make a plan or whatever. Have an agreement. And let's not forget that agreement. Right. The next time something comes up, like if we agree that you know. We're going to discuss it within a certain number of hours. Ain't nobody ignoring uh, phone calls or texts or whatever it is. Whatever the agreement is, let's stick to the agreement mm-hmm. and don't act stupid. Because, you know, even when I've been to therapy with people, somebody, and, you know, go into therapy and I, I call it the 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 30 days, the uh, what you gonna call it? the 30 day um, snatchback or flashback, because after 30 days, you stuck on stupid again. It's like the 29th day, shaking, shaking like you on some kind of drugs or something like that. By the 30th day, you back stuck on stupid again. but you can't keep going up and down, up and down. That's too exhausting. That's too freaking exhausting. exhausting. Very exhausting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. so I had this, my, my uh, friend of mine's called and we was, we, we was chatting and everything. I was at work. And so we chatted real quick and I was going to call her back, but I got caught up when I got home, obviously. And so she texted me and she was like, Hey, she goes, the reason why I had called you because I'm letting you know, I'm going to be having surgery. Okay. So I'm like, okay. So I call her. Immediately, she goes, I'm ready to go to bed, but, you know, I'll talk to you later, da, da, da. But I'm like, uh-uh, this is my girl. Yeah, 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 what's yeah. What's going on? I said, I know you probably sleep with her. I just got your text, but what, what, what surgery look like? What's happening? So she's like, yeah, I'm just having the surgery. And 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 um, she was saying that, I said, is it based on the pain you was having? Because 
early this year and well yeah it must have been early this year maybe part of last year too she was complaining of like pain um it was just so excruciating and i was thinking like maybe it was what was the pain like on her side or in her butt and stuff but i was like maybe it's sciatica or stuff like that like she just couldn't and she's very very active she like she worked out pre-pandemic work out almost every day always at the gym so whether i would call just to check in you know like on my way home from work and call and talk to her she either at the gym just left the gym or on her way to the gym like you know eat very healthy active in in her backyard she has a garden she you know she's just doing stuff like that i was like so for her to just be down like that and hey we're just trying to figure out what's going on so of course you can't really see doctors and stuff at the time during the pandemic early yeah, days. Yeah, so, yeah. You know she's talking to people and, and it's taking a long time. I'm like, you need to go in and you need to yes have them do an MRI and this and that. So she's going to the doctors. She's seeing this. They taking X-rays, can't find this and this and that. And then she's going to a doctor. She they send it to another doctor. No one said anything. So then she goes. She's talking to this doctor and. She's telling them about her history and, and things. She goes, I eat well. I always worked out and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. She, and he goes, yeah, well, you know what? That's good. Just keep doing what you're doing. Huh? I'm like, right. I said, I was like, what? And she goes, yeah. And he was like, she was like, look, she goes, I have, I have cancer runs in my family with my cousin, my aunt, my mom, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It runs. She goes, so I'm really concerned as to what's going on with me. So I I need someone to be taking a deeper look and figuring out, I want to get an MRI. I want to do that. She was telling them I work out. I do this. I do that. She goes, I have a garden. I, and he was like, oh, what are you planting your garden? She goes, you know, lettuce and tomatoes and this and this and that. Like all the, oh, you. Greens, potatoes, no, tomatoes. So she, no, he goes, you have a garden? She said, girl, I looked at him like, yes, I have a garden. And so he was like, I have a garden too. And she was like, you have a garden? Like, we're not supposed to have a garden. We don't know anything about shit like that. So he goes, what do you use? What do you use to keep the bugs off your lettuce? Listen, this is not why we're here. That's exactly what I told her. I this was is like, not why we're here. I was like, no, he didn't. I said, I said, he done went from you being in there about your health and this pain you're dealing with to this fool finding out you have a garden and and and, and asking you what you how how you keep the bugs off your lettuce. She needs a and black so, provider. This this sounds like so, some black so, medical that's she, issues. That's where I'm bringing this up. I said mm-hmm. you. I said I probably would have lost it up in there. Oh and lord, so yes. She said she hurry up and got the hell on up out of there. She went and had an ultrasound, and they was digging deep and deep and she was telling them that she goes, I do a lot of gardening. She goes, times I'm lifting up pots and this and that, and you oh, know, and all that type of stuff. A hernia. And that's what it was. That's what it was. And this fool telling her to go home and eat some kale. Basically. Cause can't nobody find nothing. No one's digging deep and asking, you know, trying to figure out stuff. So she has surgery. But I say that because my daughter would have been dealing with pain similar to hers oh wow off and on off and on and there's times where she i don't remember but she would be in there with crocodile tears like crying and 
it would be at night and it's like, well, we can go to the emergency. So, but they're just going to be like, give you a prescription of pills. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Do anything and send you home. And so, and then there'd be times where she's fine. She's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, stuff flares up, I guess. When she was describing it to me. I was like, that sounds almost like the same thing, you know, that my daughter was been dealing with. I don't recall her picking up anything heavy, but it could have been something that she may not even realize or whatever. I don't know. Exactly. You never know sometimes. She's uh she has an appointment though too um next week for another ultrasound. How long has this for your baby girl or your friend? For my baby girl. Okay, so, so now how long has this been going on for? I would say probably well into two years. But I say okay. that because it is she'll have it, she'll have to deal with the issue, and then it will it'll go away from and it's me. not menstrual related. No, no. Because I no. wonder if like I okay, because I'm asking because I wonder if it's like related to endometriosis. That's painful as fuck. And then also I it definitely isn't. Because uh, Bubalito, my Bubalito, just um, his uh, appendix burst. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him on the phone. He's like, yeah, I don't feel well. He's like, if the pain gets worse, I'll go to the doctor tomorrow. I was like, go today. Right. Go today. What are we waiting for? Right. So he waited a little bit longer and then went that night, come to find out his whole ass appendix busted all over the place, had to go in there and clean it up and stuff. We got to get in there now, get yeah. in there now and get that, get all that stuff cleaned up. So, yeah, so okay. she, she, yeah, so she has, she's going to get her ultrasound and I've been with her before on the ultrasound and the last one, they were saying that there was a little small, like look a little cyst, like on her kidney, mm. but the doctor was like, it's nothing. Like she said, we can, we can, uh, she goes, there's nothing to be alarmed about. Right. She said, I can still, I can still uh, refer you to um, a kidney, you know, doctor, whatever, but he's probably not going to do much about it because it's really nothing at this point. So she has another ultrasound um, next week, but this ultrasound that she got, this all, we we got this taken care of. Um, I guess maybe it was 2020 because we was doing the mask and all that stuff when we, okay. dealt with it. we finally okay. found something and then she had did, um, uh, uh, what do you call the physical therapy and that helped. And then I, it was nothing like everything's been fine. So she's been right. kind of complaining a little bit here and there about it, but she saw Dr. Zoom and then she's getting, um, doing the ultrasound and I'm like, we need to get in front of this new doctor now because she's of age. So she don't have the pediatrician and stuff. So right, um, right, right. I said, it, I will be with you at your doctor's appointments. Cause we not plan. We go in and I said it to say that, you know, it's always issues with not only just black people, but black women. When we go to these doctors about our health and they're not taking us seriously, they're not hearing what we're saying. And we know what's going on with our bodies. And we know when it's something that's off and you brush it off as, you know, oh, you know, just go drink some water and you'll be fine. You yeah. know, like you really not taking <laughs> Yeah. You know, you're not taking us serious as if it was, you know, a white woman or someone, you'll be sending her over here and there. It's historical. Just, we know this. Yeah. You no, know it's factual. Right. Say, this is no guessing or anything like that. And what I would suggest as somebody who is always ill for some reason, um, is just, you know, if when she goes in, set a reminder for another six months or a year. And then follow up, 
You do right. the follow-ups because they're not, you know, when I was out living in California, I used to go to was Cedar Sinai. Mm-hmm. Those people are amazing. Mm-hmm. They are amazing. They followed up. They took care of, made the appointment. They took care of everything mm-hmm. from top to bottom, but not every uh, medical system is that mm-hmm. way. So I would right. just, especially since this is some kind of chronic pain, mm-hmm. I would definitely just say to. six months. Yeah. I'm going to book in another appointment, even if the doctor doesn't say anything, because you you got to look out for yourself. You do. You you yeah. really, really do. You got to take care of yourself and you have to push and push and push and, and tell them this is what I need and this is what I want. And I'm not leaving a body here until you make the prescription so that your people up front is making an appointment for my MRI or for my ultrasound or for whatever, oh, whatever it is that it you is. need done. Yeah. I'm not leaving here until, you know, this is set in stone and this is what I'm going to get because I need to get that. We need to, cause I got to live with this every day, whether mm-hmm. it, it hits me at two in the morning and you crying a buckled over in pain, but you don't even want to get up or can't get up to go to emergency and you just trying to ride it out. Yeah, you know she, what I'm saying? She needs to figure that out. She you know, really yeah. So yeah. she, yeah. so she, so she has her surgery. So I'm just really, really glad that they got down to the bottom of it. Cause you're thinking it's one thing and it's something completely different. And she works out. So a hernia and you working out that, that doesn't right. that doesn't work. Right. Doesn't work. And so, right. So she was like, just kind of going back over her, what she do and stuff like that. And it probably was just something that she does all the time, lifting things, doing this yeah. and stuff like that. Cause you just active. But as you start talking about it to someone and you know, when they ask you questions, cause one doctor might not do nothing. And then you'll see another doctor and they'll kind of ask you some questions and maybe it's that third one. And it could be, mm-hmm. it could be the person who's doing your ultrasound. They could just be talking to you and asking you questions about uh, stuff. Yep. And then you just start going back you know, just in casual conversation with them and recalling the, the things that you do, just speaking about you, and it to be that one thing you say, but yeah, you know, I'm gonna be in my garden. Sometimes I have to lift up the bags of the soil. You know, that stuff is heavy, you yes. know, or the, the yeah. pottery stuff that your plants and things that you set that in. And if there's no man around or one that, or, you know, or someone, a brother or uncle, or some, someone there to help you as a woman, we're going to keep it moving and we're going to lift the shit up ourselves, not knowing we didn't strain or pull something, whatever. And it's just yeah. that little conversation or that detail that you say to them be like, oh, that happens, that happens all the that. time. It you could talk be to somebody and they could say, you know, the grass is green on the other side. Five people say it. And it's that sixth person that says it. And then it snaps for you and you know, and yeah, all of yeah. a sudden it, it, it gets you thinking. Yeah. It reminds me of, you know, many years ago, I, I don't know what it was. I had this thing on my chin. It was like a scab or I don't know what the, I broke out from something. I don't know what it was. And I went to a dermatologist and he looked at it and he was like, well, what color do you turn when you bruise? Like, what medical school about? did you go to? It is a known fact, I believe, that they are not even taught about like what bruises look like on different skin color no. and this and that and the other thing. And so when he said that, I was just like, <laughs> pink nigga. <laughs> 
<laughs> it turns a bright orange. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, right. Black people like me, it turns a bright orange. Rainbow, like rainbow me. fools. You. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta, you definitely gotta look out for yourself. That's one thing I learned with all the, the my trials and tribulations is that you know you have to be your best advocate. But I have to admit throughout uh, everything that I've gone through. I've been pretty, I've been pretty damn lucky with the, the people that I've had um, as a med medical practitioner. So yeah. I, hopefully everything goes well for your friend and, yeah. you know, baby girl. And, you know, my cousin is awake and yes. watching sports. You're probably watching track and field because there's a track and field event today. Okay, cool. And Shikari is going up against the Jamaicans. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, yeah, so as soon as we jump over here, I'm gonna have to try and find out when it is and where it is and all this okay. other stuff. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, black girl magic. It black girl magic all around. Listen, may the best woman win. That's it, black girl magic. We have. You'll we probably gonna, be Jamaican. We're gonna celebrate you. We're gonna go celebrate you regardless. We so, we gonna celebrate. That's you right. That's right. You know, yeah. she's just starting off in her career, and man, oh man, oh man. I I gotta give it up to these women because you know you running a hundred meters in let's say under eleven seconds. I get up to the and go to the bathroom, and it's and it's probably more than eleven seconds. So by the time I get to the bathroom. You already run 100 meters, 11 seconds. Think about that. That's fast. That's fast as fuck. Now we ain't talking about 100 yards. No, we're talking about 100 meters. So, but um, okay, my dear, my dear friend, it's time to start winding it down. Well, listen, you were talking about having some um, uh, special theme music. Maybe I could sing it. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> now that you know it's time to go. Who you big up? Who am I bigging up? Well, I don't know the name of the hospital, but whoever brought my cousin back around, they had to cool him down. You, when you have all these, when cardiac arrest, I guess, depending on the situation, they cool your body down so that I guess the cells don't do whatever it is very quickly. And then they slowly warmed him back up and, you know, he was having a little bit of issues. So they took care of him and we were on a zoom yesterday and he wasn't moving and you're just looking at him and he's got a tube down his throat and thank God he doesn't have any COVID. He lives in Florida. Thank God they were able to even find a bed for him because you know, COVID. And right. then, so I'm just going to big up the medical staff, big up God, big up anybody and everybody that has been praying for him. So that is where my love goes this week. What about you? Just, um, just, I'm going to shout out, uh, this, um, store. It's a uh, black owned called mm -hmm. uplift us marketplace. Okay. And I went out here in the Valley and I think they opened up a second one, um, in the Fox Hill mall. Mm -hmm. out here but it's a store and you like if you have items it's like you can put it's like it's not a pop-up shop but different they have a shop for black owned other businesses to be able to put their products or services in the oh, okay in their, okay in the store and they like rotate well no they have they have a, a brick and mortar like they have an actual no, store. no 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 but i'm saying the vendors that are in the store do they rotate like one day it'll be no, 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 no. It's just kind of, it's this, 
No, I, I don't think there's any rotation. It is oh, what okay. it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, shout out to them. They're doing their thing. Very proud of them. So Good, good, good. Okay, so as per usual, the music, the original music was done by Scary Scary Mike on SoundCloud. Our engineer uh, can be found on IG, M-I-K underscore the word nation, N-A-T-I-O-N underscore. I can be found at Brooklyn Flower on IG, A the Podcast, Call Me Dahlia on Clubhouse, um, Crooklyn Flower on Twitter, and then my website address is islandflowerproductions.com. Um, and what about you? Girl, they can find me on IG at Life is Evil Renee <laughs> or on A the Podcast. He was like, I ain't got time for all that bullshit. Call me on my phone if you my friend. Exactly. Exactly. So feel free to slide into the DMs, you know. You know, let us know what you think. And uh one of us is still single. So hey, you know. Stop and, and can I just say stop slide sliding into my DMs talking about forex trading. No, I don't want to trade in Bitcoin or whatever the hell cryptocurrency you talking about. Goodbye. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> sure. Boy, yes, yes, yes. And uh, and we need our sign off. You guys check on your check on your strong friends out there. Yes, honey. Check yes. on all your people, your family. Oh, woo, yes, yes, yes. Your family, your friends, everybody, especially with what we're going through now. So right. okay, that's it. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Dahlia. And I'm Eva. And this is our podcast. We're just two women who come from different backgrounds. I'm a first-generation Jamaican-American, a.k.a. Jamaican. And I live on the East Coast. No children, and I'm single. And I'm African-American, born and raised in Cali. I have a teenage daughter, and I'm in a committed relationship. And we've known each other forever. Sounds about right. Welcome to A. That's with three A's and three Y's. Because life is too short to not have fun. Uh, what was that you saying? <laughs> Where are you going applying the mascara and shit while you, you know, I see you over there multitasking. I am, I am, because after we get off, I have to leave uh, and run an errand, and then me and a friend are going to go to Governor's Island. It's not like Catalina Island. It's not like that. Catalina Island is beautiful, but Governor's Island, you kind of just go out there. You could ride your bike around it. They're having a um, what they're calling a fad market, or where it's like a you know just like a, a flea market or an open marketplace. And I guess the the first and the third Saturday of the month they have these marketplaces. And then on the second on the on the third uh, weekend is when they have it for um, black businesses, which I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm definitely going to check that out. But let me, one second, let me go close my window. Okay. Because, you know, Brooklyn be acting up sometimes. Sometimes we all right, but sometimes it's like, I'm on a call and all you hear is, is Biggie and just noise and reggae music and all this other stuff. So they turned up. Shit. <laughs> it's summertime.
Listen, I know it's summertime in New York or in Brooklyn when the Black Biker Boys go up my street and they make all the noise possible. I'm like, oh, must be summertime. <laughs> I got to come through. Yeah, you do. You do. You definitely, definitely do. So. I got to come through. Got, we we got to definitely link up because I feel like we need to um, definitely do like a little photo shoot. And I'm just saying like, whether yeah. we have to take some pics or something like we in and yeah like no i hear you i hear you right now i'm calling this uh foggest because it feels like we're in fall already but we're still in august so because i know i'm, I'm actually, acting stupid well it's it's cool out here it's actually well, still a little <clears throat> excuse me overcast well, it's a little eight 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 a.m my time but usually the sun would be out and it would be yeah. like warm and by the time I go and walk the dog I'm coming in like it's about to be hot today just based on being <laughs> out in the morning but it's really nice it's cool it's the perfect time to go take a walk if you, you know if you do the walking yes. jogging thing yeah um, so uh it's perfect so yesterday was pretty bearable if the sun was out but it wasn't like humid and hot it wasn't in those triple digits that we've been having so I'm really really enjoying it with the window open, actually feeling a nice cool breeze coming in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we've been, we've been having some pretty hot temps, like it's 95 degrees going up to like, but like the real feel being 100 and Con Edison sending out a text message just saying, hey girl, hey, um, you want to take it easy on the AC? Okay, hey, let us know if your AC goes out. So I did go and hit the uh, the neighborhood public pool last week. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be uh, mm-hmm. with COVID and everything. It's the same thing, except you have to wear a mask when you're inside and inside is just the locker room uh, where you're changing. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I'll probably try and hit it up one more time because I think uh, it closes at the Labor Day, but I'm not here for these hot temps. I will blast my AC. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I remember one time uh, Con Ed was like, hey, girl, hey, be careful. You know, we don't want the power to go out. And then my neighbor came to the door and she, I opened the door and she looked at me and I had on a sweater. And she's like, Dahlia, you ain't get to notice. <laughs> not only was it cold, it was cold enough for me to put on the sweater. I'm, I'm not about this hot life. I can't do it super hot. <laughs> Ooh, so how are things going with you? How are you doing? I'm good. Just, you know, prepare for next week, which is the shoot for the brand. Oh, okay. And- awesome. Hey. Yeah. And um, let me see. My daughter, she starts school on Monday. I was going to ask you about baby girl. Okay. Okay. Is she excited? She's excited. She's doing online this, this semester. She's like, yeah, I'm not trying to feel, I'm not feeling going in right now. Oh, okay. But, um, so she starts, she's doing that and, um, yeah, we got dinner plans tonight, you know, with the family and, Y'all just, gonna be prying, y'all gonna be barbecuing more meat? Actually, it's his brother's birthday, so we're all getting together for dinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think a Chinese restaurant. So yeah, because I know I know y'all like to pull out a grill and some charcoal, and you know, Girl. y'all are, y'all some barbecuing people over there. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I just heard on Wednesday, uh, one of my cousins had a heart attack, 
And yes, honey. And he's not even that old. You know, when you were younger, you're like, oh, 50s old. He's 50, had a heart. He was at work. It's almost like, thank God he was at work because mm-hmm. he uh, drives like a forklift and um, crashed it. And people, so people were like running over, like, what's going on? And he was like on the ground. His brother, my other cousin, works at the same place. Thank God he was there. Um, And, you know, and it's a really good company that they work at. And so, um, you know, somebody was there to, to, you know, do CPR, because even the medic said that if, you know, somebody didn't start that, you know, who knows? So up until yesterday, he wasn't responding. But uh, just got a call from my cousin this morning, his brother, and said that he's awake, he's talking, he's watching sports, he's still Jamaican. So, <laughs> so thank goodness, thank you, thank you. He's good, he's good. So I'm very, very happy about that. That's good. That's yeah. good. No, but that I can imagine that was pretty scary. It was, it was because, you know, my cousin, his brother called me up and he sounded so sad and he never sounds sad. And I thought maybe he was going to be playing a trick on me. And then I was like, oh God. But then when he called me this morning, you could hear the joy in his voice. I was like, okay, okay, good. Life is, life is good again. Life is good again. So good, 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 good. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, let's see here. Have you heard about all of this controversy around Jeopardy? You know, I, <laughs> it, it, pop, it, it pops up mm-hmm. you know, when, I, when I'm logging in somewhere and I like briefly read like the, the caption, but I don't read because I'm like, I never really was a, a Jeopardy type of fan or whatever. But I, all I do know is this guy, He didn't he start? And then he see resigned and got fired. Like, he just barely started the new gig, right? First of all, he is a producer on Jeopardy. So I would think that that, mm-hmm. So I would think that that would disqualify you because I'm thinking you got a leg up. Right. And, and nobody know who you are. Everybody wanted LeVar Burton. Um, and the, the controversy is that I guess there are some, there are some, um, he did a podcast like a while ago, like maybe like seven or eight or eight years ago, which does say that, you know, I mean, if you do, you made statements seven or eight years ago, do you have the opportunity to, you know, um, grow hopefully and not be canceled? So, you know, those, those, um, whatchamacallit, that and probably low ratings, I don't know. But the thing is that it also came out that Alex Trebek was asked on camera, who he wanted to replace him. And he named this sister named Laura Coates. She didn't even get a chance to audition or do any of the nights of, you know, switching out hosts to try and figure the it business. out. So. That's the business. And that's the business. And when you out, and not to say she's out, but when you, like you say, you got may have a leg up and you already on the inside, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's always some other conversations taking place that doesn't, that exclude other people that should be in the room that's not in the room and get left behind. So well, clearly if the last host who did it for 153 from uh, Alex Trebek was the host from back when he had an Afro. Okay. Right. Cause you know, black people still claiming Alex, you know, if you squint your, your left eye really kind of close, you can kind of see where he was, you know, with there's some blackness around there somewhere. 
Um, <laughs> I, I loved him. He's been on that show. How many years he's been on that show? Like forever. 20 something years. Just like, you know, with, um, what's the other one? Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune dude, right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen now. I think, but I, they, and then they're like, there's a daytime host and then there's a nighttime host and the nighttime host was, Mayim Bialik, who was on the Big Bang Theory and used right. to be Blossom. And it's like, this is what we talk about when we talk about unfairness and opportunity. All we are asking for is a fair opportunity. Alex Trebek said, Laura Coates. The public said, LeVar Burton. And you go with, huh? Okay, well. They do what they want to do. That's how, well, man. Well, now you, you, you play the, you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. So now he has to step down. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, what but happens. I think the young lady is supposed to be on the, who is it? Mayim? Is yeah, she like, yeah. Yeah. So we'll. She's the, she's the nighttime host or something like that. So we'll see if she takes over for daytime as well. Okay. I would think nighttime probably get more ratings and more people watching the nighttime. I would think so. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's whenever I did tune in to watch was more in the evening. It was never during the day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How much Jeopardy can you get? Daytime, nighttime. I only just need it once. You know what I'm saying? So I can answer one or two questions and feel like I'm Einstein. Like, yes. And you're like, no, that was the $200 question. Stupid. What's spelled R I V E R? Alex, what is river? <laughs> That's the kind of jeopardy I can do. <laughs> I'm not into all the deepness and whatnot. Right. Yeah. So on Sunday, last Sunday, um, my mama and I, we went to go see Respect. Yeah, we like, the Franklin yeah. story. It was, oh my God, I was crying through the whole thing. Jennifer Hudson is amazing. The story is amazing. It was well uh, told. Marlon Wayans was amazing. The whole entire cast was amazing. Um, But my God, Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, um, who all of these sisters, Mm-mm-mm. Lady Sings the Blues. What is her name now? Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday. All of these sisters just had such, okay, challenged men with them that just could not handle the talent, could not handle not being number one. And um, Marlon Wayans, he knocked it out the park. He really Which character did he play? Which husband did he play? He played the first one. The first really, you know, and he was there for her and, you know, but I mean, oh my God, he just was trying to squelch her opportunities or just kind of like insert him into himself into places where he didn't really belong. He was physically abusive as well. Um, What I didn't, what I didn't know, and I don't know if many people know is that she had her first child at the age of 12. Very young. She had a second child at the age of 14. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was a kid. She and that, was and I, Yeah, I saw. I saw the documentary. No, it wasn't documentary, but the one with um, the other young lady that played yeah, her. Yeah, and I actually liked it. I, I actually liked it. 
Um, and so I was like, well, should I look at this one? Because I love this. The first one it was so good. But I think just overall, Aretha's story is yeah. so amazing that it just held you. And I was just captivated. And they did it in episodes for the one, uh, the one that I saw. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's not the one that was uh, approved by the family. Yeah, but people wanted was, Jennifer. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was really, really good. But look, there's men now today that can't even handle being in a space with certain women. They don't, they don't even have to be on Aretha Franklin level. Exactly. 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 So, you know, <laughs> and that's I, a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. But I did see I did see Marlon Wayans on The Breakfast Club. You know, I get my news from The View and one other place that I one of the other places I get my news from is The Breakfast Club. Right. Um, <laughs> so I could say yeah, culture. So I can, you know, see what's going on. Right. And so he was talking about his process and that, that he wanted um, her husband to be likable. Um, which I think is a goal with all actors, but he really, really was able to like suck you in. And you, you, I, I felt sorry for him. Um, still a piece of trash, but you know, I could see where he was coming from the humanity. So that was, uh, that was really, really good. Mm. That was really good. And then, so um, you, that, oh, I'm sorry. Um, did you hear that Rick James has a documentary? There's, there's a documentary coming out who's for playing Rick James. I don't. I gotta let's see who's playing Rick James, but um, uh, it's probably an unknown or maybe someone from like London, Europe, something like that. But uh, September third on Showtime. Okay, now okay. It's called bitching. Bitching. Okay. Yeah. It's called bitching. So I'm for that. I'm definitely going to uh, check that out. I'm definitely, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good, 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 good. Well, if good. it's a documentary, then it's nobody playing him then. Yeah, it'll just be, yeah, it'll just be more of him behind the scenes, but I think it's going to be funny as hell and interesting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because Rick mm -hmm. James, as we know, was just off the chains. He just did whatever the hell he wanted to do. I right. think he, even, he went to, I think he even went to jail for a period of time. Yeah. Did you know, supposedly, if I remember correctly, that his song Super Freak was about, uh, what's that chick's name from the exorcist? Blair something or other. That song was about her. They did. They dated, huh? That's mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Linda Blair. Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I always heard. That the that's what the who uh the song was um was about. So yeah, that would be that would be that's a that's a very good one. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. I'll definitely, definitely check that out. There's another one. I mean, I don't know if you have Netflix, but uh there, I, I, just, I just watched you did. I said I got it all except Amazon. Oh. I'm still waiting for somebody to share their account with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Check out Malice in the Palace. I don't know if you're a big basketball fan, but oh. this was back in uh, Malice in the Palace is all about the Indiana Pacers versus the Detroit Pistons when they had the game at the Palace out there in Detroit back in 2004, I believe, <laughs> where Ron Artest played for the Pacers with Reggie Miller and um, forget the other guy name, a couple of them, Jean And so they rivals with the, the Pistons for the, for many years. And they were playing a game, had a game over at the palace and they were winning ahead. 
And remember Ron Artest? You know, niggas was scrapping back then. Niggas was Ron Artest would run up in the in the in the and and knock a fan out. You hmm. know, off the court into the stand if they was bullying him and stuff like that. So he pushed one of the players. I think it was Ben Wallace on Detroit Pistons. And it was a little altercation going back and forth. Reggie, Reggie Miller, like, you know, basketball players, they don't fight. They push up. Most of the guys know each other. Right, off the right, right. Stuff like that. But, you know, it's a whole big melee going on. Ron lays down on the on the table of, like, the announcer, where the announcers are down on the floor. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. back on the table. Everybody over here going crazy, pushing and shoving and stuff. All of a sudden, you see, like, this cup from the, from the uh, fans. Flying. Oh, I think I saw. I think I know that. I think I know yeah. that. I know nothing about sports, but I think yeah. I, I I saw that. Yeah. And it hits Ron Artest. Perfect. Just pops him with the the uh, drink all over him. He jumps up and darts right into oh, yeah. the fans and just start. And then everyone goes. To, so it was just a big melee. I mean, the police. It was just a mess. So it was just kind of interesting to hear from their perspective where their mind, you know, what was going on, how they was feeling, what their mind was at the time and from all the different players uh, that was involved. But it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty, it was funny. It was pretty entertaining, um, uh, a little documentary, but yeah, check out Malice in the Palace. Yeah, I don't really, I don't, you know, really follow sports except when it's the Olympics. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, yeah, but uh, maybe I'll check that out. Maybe that I'll check that out. But, you know, I wanted to go back because, um, you know, Marlon Wayans uh, had made a statement and uh, it's about relationships. And he said, I never got married because I knew my mom needed me. Women sometimes want to battle for your attention. They want to battle for your love. They want to be the one. Me and my mama share the same birthday. I'm not trying to hear you. Now, mind you, he's got two children with a woman. They've been together for over 20 years. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, if you don't want to get married, don't get married. I'm not any big proponent for or against marriage, but I don't know. That doesn't seem like a, a it sounds, it, it doesn't sound like a good enough reason for not getting married. Right. Just say I don't want to get married. Either just say that or just be like, if you guys been together 20 years, don't don't use your mama as an excuse or something, you know, it's obviously uh, the kids are grown or, you know, old enough or whatever, but, and I'm sure she probably get along at this point with your mama. If you to. This month, Let's hope so. You already know what it is. And, and if she's accept the fact that you put your mom first, or whatever it is, and she's cool with it and been with you this long, yeah. well, she, nothing's going to, what's going to change? What's going exactly. And so it's like, just say that you don't want to get married or say that you're afraid of, you know, finances or whatever like that. But quite honestly, if let's say I were to meet somebody who's like super uber rich, I swear to you, I'll be the person to bring up um, a prenup. I got no problem with the idea of a prenup because when it's time to bounce, doll, you need to bounce. Right. And I don't want any of the going back and the forth and the, you know, know that candlestick was mine and all this other stuff. No, I'll bring they, it to Prina. They do be petty. Petty <laughs> as fuck. You, you want to speak on that? You want you want you want to speak on that? 
girl they be pet, they be petty but look if if the lady the you know who he's with his children's mother if she's cool with it and they come to the understanding with that with their relationship then you know more power to them blessings you know because like you say some people marriage may not be for everyone and if it works and they feel like well we've been together all this time and we don't need a piece of paper then that's cool but you know yeah, yeah. and i'm sure that he takes care of her and stuff like that it's just I don't know. That just seemed like I, I read that and I was like, what? What does yeah. that have to do with anything? I don't want to get married because my mama needs me. OK, well, you're one of like 10. So that's your mom, not your woman. <laughs> exactly. At, a, at some point in time, they, they would need to, you know, step aside and let you have your relationship. But like I said, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I'm not saying that I'm 100% behind it. It depends on the person that I end up with, but I can go to my grave and if on my dying breath <laughs> and they said, what, is, what, what did you regret not doing in this life? Not getting married is not going to be on the top of the list. It's, right. Yeah. So do you, boo, do you. But uh, yeah, because I mean, everybody knows somebody who's gone through marriage and it's just been absolutely crazy on the other end when you try and um, what you would call it split and all that other stuff. Yes. <laughs> you just look at, listen, you don't, you don't plan, even don't plan on getting into the business. <laughs> I'm trying to draw it out, but you like, you like, nah. It depends on how you, what's your outlook on certain things too, because you get to a point, at least me personally, because you know, when I'm done, I'm done. And I'm not, at this point, I'm not going to be arguing with you about who gets what, who does what. Because look, in my mind, I'm about to start fresh anyway. I'm about to end this marriage. We go, you're going to, I'm moving on. You're I moving remember, on. I remember and when you I'm, were going through it and I was like, you can't do that. I mean, you were just like, I don't care. I don't care. Take it off. Yeah. I was like, you can have, well, I want this. I'm like, all right. I was like, no, you can't. It still wanted to, it still wanted to argue about it. Like, I'm like, okay, you can, <laughs> oh yeah. It, but it was certain things I'm like, no, because yeah. I need that for the house, you know, but like other stuff, like you can have, I want the, you know, the first thing they want is all the TVs. And I, take it. <laughs> take the t- That's nothing that you can buy that all day long, you know, Take it, take, take whatever. Cause I'm not, I'm done arguing. I'm, I have no more in me. So take whatever you need to take. Cause everything else that's coming up in here is going to be all new, all fresh, all minds with a new start. Yes. Yeah. We're going to keep it moving and I'm not going to yeah. argue with you. Cause that's what you want to do. Yeah. But I'm not about to do that. Yeah. Get that bad juju 